All right, and welcome back for another edition of the Monday Night Recap with the Fam League. Uh, my name is Chase. Uh, I've got my co-host Tony on the line, and uh, we are not actually doing this on Monday, as you would know. Uh, ran into a couple of difficulties, but hey, adapt and overcome. We're here to give it to you, um, and I guess we'll start it off with, uh, unfortunately, we are doing this on Tuesday, so I was completely wrong about the Bengals and the Steelers game. What do you <laughs> I hope none of you took my advice about starting any of the Bengals uh, because it was a complete dumpster fire. Did you watch that game, Tony? <laughs> yeah, it was a good one. Uh, it felt like uh, the Bengals really came out swinging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, swinging. I mean, you don't get participation points though in the NFL <laughs> and I'm not even sure they would have gotten any of those because that game sucked, dude. Yeah, quite possibly the worst fantasy or just straight up performance of the year. Yeah, you're talking about for the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. I was a little, I was, I was uh, impressed with Pittsburgh. Felt like their defense played a whole heck of a lot better than we've seen. I don't know if that was just the Steelers' defense got better or because Andy Dalton was the other team's quarterback or what the case was, but. Um, it was definitely not what I would consider an exciting Monday night football game. No, no. It, uh, you know they're, they're just wanting to flex these stupid games out so bad because the first four weeks have been absolutely brutal to whoever did the NFL scheduling. And as a Bucks fan, I say that's what you get. Yeah, that's that's what you get for giving them what six weeks on the road, including a London game. This is karma biting you in the ass, NFL schedulers. That's exactly what it is. And you know how they got repaid by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going in and beating one of their favorite teams, yes, the Los dude. Angeles Rams. I am still on a high from that game. It was so exciting to watch. Uh, I scared Nora probably like I don't know, maybe like three times or something, just from she, she involuntary outbursts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is what it's what makes her grow up. Yeah. But uh, dude, it was a blast to watch yeah, that was. game, and it's just sad that like I know in my heart of hearts is that's that can be the ceiling but we just live so much on the floor as bucks fans we do we do and you know what though that was the first uh glimpse of hope i think i've seen in maybe 10 years yeah so i'm i'm hoping that uh it was nice to see them not fold i mean these dudes were super bowl contenders last year They, they, they still very well could be i mean they have one loss thanks to the bucks but i mean that's a super bowl team and we we well, our offense stopped them. That yeah. defense, they gave up some points. They did, but last year's Buccaneers did not get turnovers. Yeah, no, and true. We got turnovers. Three. No, they took, they took the ball three times. Yep, and all three turned into touchdowns. Yeah. So, yeah. If we'd ever get like a spark on defense, we'd just answer it with a lackluster three and out. Yes, but exactly. That, that wasn't the case this past Sunday. It was freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah, and if anybody out that ever listens to this doesn't know, we're box fans. Yeah, yeah. And we may not admit it next week, so we yeah. have to ride these uh <laughs> these high times <laughs> as as little as we get them, we're gonna be the most obnoxious fans for sure. Oh absolutely. We just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, I believe we are the epitome of fair weather. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna throw a parade and it's fine. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> we were week four, big three, and everybody yeah. in Boston's like, what are these dudes doing? 
All right, but who cares about the actual NFL? It's all about our fantasy scores going in here. And um, much like week four, we had some stinkers, dude. It was yeah. a rough fantasy week for a majority. Some, some people ate, not a lot. This might be the worst fantasy week I've seen in maybe quite a while, to be honest with you. I was very surprised. I would say typically you see average scores right around 100, maybe 110. And I mean, I'm looking through and I'm seeing half or more than half are scoring under 90 or under. I got a 95 in there, but it was pretty rough. It's real gross. Let's start with the biggest blowout uh, between uh, Renfro and the Fantasy Sosos and Aaron out my ball, Zach. Uh, Rick, he, he doubled her score. Like, yeah. the, it, it went to town. Like, it, basically, he did everything right for this week. And, I mean, we, we gave him crap about uh, doing – you know, like the big money on Gallman. I forget how much he actually spent. Oh, we didn't even go over the transactions. Yeah. I mean, there was some, it was, uh, he spent, uh, quite a bit of money on, I want to say it was definitely over 20. Yeah. And I was definitely in the same boat. I was thinking, mm, man, there's for a guy that you may only have for five weeks. And, um, I was completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Just, for him yeah. putting up a 23 in one game, that might have been worth it. Um, but, yeah, that was a huge pickup. That was the pickup of the week, I think. Yeah. Do you want to go – I mean, we kind of jumped the gun. Do you want to go into some of the transactions a little bit before we uh, before we blow through some matchups? Yeah, we can. There wasn't a whole lot, so we can definitely kind of go through them and see – See what was done. So yeah, I mean, we let's Gallman. He was the big pickup, and we kind of knew that he was going to be the big spender on there. And and Rick threw the thirty-one on that. Um, he bought himself a win with that one. But I say that, but I mean, like I said, he doubled her score, so he probably yeah. could have won without Gallman, um, even with somebody else on there. But I think you never could have won that. without three of his players. On the lineup, <laughs> to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah. Gallman, Gallman was not the linchpin on that team, no. but uh, he certainly helped. But yeah, Rick, you bought yourself a win with that one, and you know, depending on how long it takes for Barkley to get back. Um, you may have bought yourself a couple of them, but I mean, I don't know. I think it was more off the, off the passing for Gallman than, than anything else. So we'll see how he, how he fares up next week. Um, I want to jump back a little bit to, to last week though, with uh, Jason spending the 27 on Antonio Brown. Surprising move. Yeah. And I saw an interview with um, Warren Sapp today on Rich Eisen's show. And said that he is he's done in the league. No one's going to sign this guy, and he has basically ostracized himself out of his Hall of Fame um, consideration, out of any team taking him again. Um, and this is Warren Sapp saying this, not yeah. the most likable individual. And if he thinks that you've crossed the line, I would say that there's a pretty good chance you're never playing in the NFL again. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't see it. I can't see. I mean, I know the talent's there, but and a lot of times they that can be overlooked. But it's not like he's seems like he's getting any better. He's a cancer, bro. Yeah, it looks. I mean, he came out this week and and uh, went after. I think it was Julian Edelman, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I didn't even see that. The yeah. guy he the guy he was teammates for for eleven days. 
Yeah. So <laughs> it was. Uh, he's he's a dumpster fire. He's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, way way to waste a quarter of your budget there, Jason. Yeah. Um, and then Amanda trying to uh, do her bye week woes with uh, getting rid of Kittle got Delaney Walker. We'll talk about her scores a little bit later, but that nine dollars wasn't very well spent on that one. Um, no. But Roy picked up somebody that did at least get more points than Delaney Walker, who ended up in the negative. Roy damn near blew a quarter of his budget on Philip Dorsett. Now, if you would have told me this before we saw last week's games, uh, a week four games, I would have said that he's he's the deep threat, being, even being the Josh Gordon owner. But, oh, my God, did this guy lay an egg. Yeah, uh, I think you're looking at a guy who, I mean, it, it goes back to what I've said earlier. I, I don't like ever having a New England running back or wide receiver. Right. Because they're going to they're gonna know, they're going to pick the best matchup. So there's not one guy that, you know, if they have uh, their top corner covering their number one guy, he's not scoring that week. No. And, I mean – after watching that game, I mean, the Buffalo did play really good defense. They do have a good defense. Buffalo's unstoppable. That defense is awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I watched some of that game. It was it was pretty impressive to see what they did to Tom Brady, but I don't see him just being a week-in and week-out guy that you can just stick in your lineup and keep him there. Without some of the boneheaded mistakes that Josh Allen did, there's a good chance this game either ended in a tie or the Patriots lost because oh, yeah. it was a – what a, muffed punt or a place kick or something like that. And a then blocked it, punt. Blocked punt. And they and they took it to the house. I mean yeah. take take that seven points off the board and you got a totally different situation. Yep. And you're talking about a team holding Tom Brady and the New England Patriots to ten offensive points. Mm-hmm. And I know they did it to the Falcon or not the Falcons, the uh the Dolphins, but they put up they put up a buck size week on the Dolphins. Yeah. We have one week to say that. Yep. <laughs> Just hold on to it. Yeah. Oh, and I'm going to wear that out. Um, <laughs> Carmine, hey, we'll jump to the end of the waivers here. Uh, Carmine, you, you stole Philip Rivers from Roy. Yeah. That's, that's not nice. He wasn't happy about that. No. You know Roy needs Philip Rivers like uh, fish needs water. Yes. So just do us all a favor. Dump him, and uh, and then that way – Good old Rahelio can scoop him back up and they can be, you know, one together in a holy union. <laughs> we had a trade this week. You know, we, we put out the, the broadcast of, hey, if you want us to talk about your trades, then go ahead and make some. What do you think of this? Uh, Jason takes on an uh, injured and hobbling Saquon Barkley and gives up Calvin Ridley and carry on Johnson. Yeah, we had me and Jason had a conversation about this one. Um, oh, so you are the culprit. Yeah, we've talked. We talked about it prior um, to it happening, and, and from what he, what it sounded like, it sounded like it wasn't going to happen. And then all of a sudden, bam! There it was. On and who it, whose side was not going to happen? It didn't sound like Jason was sold. Oh, really? Yeah. On, on getting the best running back in the league. Yeah, and then it, 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 and I thought, you know what? Not a bad move here. Um. The only issue that you're going to run into that you're going to run into with this move is you're not going to have a starting running back for 
you know, however many weeks Saquon's out, we have no idea at this point. Like they're saying six to eight weeks. You have, you never know with that type of injury. He could be out the yeah, whole season. High ankle sprains are nuts, man. You don't, yeah. you, you're like you said, you never know. Yep. And uh, the original trade from my understanding was going to be, uh, Jason was going to have to give up carry on Johnson and Sterling Shepard mm. and not thinking ahead. Jason didn't realize Mr. Tate's coming back this week. Yeah. So he was thinking, hey, I want to keep Sterling. Eh, may not have been the best move, but I don't think he lost a whole lot of value with Calvin Ridley either. Right. And here, get this too. So, uh, I mean, in all honesty, I don't think it was a great move because, so say six weeks. So that happened against the Bucks. Um, that puts them at him playing the week of November 10th against the Jets. And then they go on by. Now they're pro- based on what I'm seeing from the Jets. They're probably not going to need Saquon. If Gallman holds up, if uh, Danny Dimes just stays relatively consistent, they're probably not going to need him. So they're probably not going to bring Saquon back in, in seven weeks. Then they no. go on by. Then you can't play Saquon until the day before Thanksgiving or no, on Thanksgiving against the Bears. So it's kind of in a situation where you're not going to get him for another nine weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not like he's going to have a great keeper because he can't keep him next year. No, and you get, and I think, so we're going to have to talk about that. I think he's under the impression he can keep him since it's his first year as a keeper for him. No. Um, so that'll be for another podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, you're also. Yeah, I just, up- you know, in PSA to everyone in the league, this is why I say pay attention to the pre draft rules discussion because every single offseason, it's like, well, what is this? What is this? And admittedly, I have not been the best at keeping up with our rules, but all safe of information here, Nerdy Carmine knows every single one of them. And he did like bring it back up that this is not a keeper eligibility. Yeah. So, so, so we'll definitely have to touch on that. Yeah. Maybe so Jason, if you can, year. Jesus Christ, if you can <laughs> eke out the wind and hell good on you, man, you got him for the next four weeks, but yeah, <laughs> you got hosed. Yeah. You got hosed. And I mean, I didn't realize how well carry on Johnson's year is going. I oh mean, dude, he's, he's doing awesome. Yeah. I mean, those are good points. Right? I mean, week one wasn't great, but he's got scored, 15, 10, and 13, you can't beat that out of a, especially probably what you're going to be putting as a flex. Right. I guarantee you he's going to score more than uh, Saquon Barkley on the year. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's jump back into the match. There's a little sidestep there. Um, jumping back to uh, Freckles and, uh, and Aaron out. Um, again, I mean, the quarterbacks here, dude, the Falcons are awful. They're done. They're, yeah. they're just disgusting. But Matt Ryan puts up good points and, but this was, this was one of those menial weeks, but it's Tennessee, man. That's a hard defense. Yeah, it is. Uh, they have, they've proven that they've been really good all year. Uh, so, I mean, honestly, if I have a quarterback going against uh, Tennessee, uh, Chicago, um, who's the other team that we were just talking about? Uh, Buffalo. Buffalo more than likely not going to be playing that quarterback. Yeah, honestly. You you can find somebody on waivers that's going to put up probably better numbers. Yeah, stream them. And uh, Amanda, she was was a victim to awful, awful matchups this week. Yeah. 
Yeah, she and did it, have some bad ones, with especially Kamara and uh, Dallas, Dalvin Cook, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Marvin Jones. Um, you would have Kansas thought City I would have expected terrible, more but... from Marvin Jones, but you know, yeah, I, for sure. Galladay was just—he was getting a ton. <laughs> yeah, and Edelman played Buffalo. Yeah, um, Delaney Walker bad play dude uh, <laughs> negative negative point one she was making uh the comment to, uh not today but uh when we were watching the games she could have just started george kittle and would have gotten a better score and i was like oh that's stupid but she's right yeah. <laughs> she could have just started yeah. and gotten a better score i mean it wouldn't have made a difference but um that's that's pretty funny and, and, uh, and how yeah. dare how dare she even decide to try to play i know the man. rams defense I, I'm almost hoping to try Bowl. to talk her into uh, getting getting the Saints next year, next week. Yeah, got to. Yeah, God, such a good game. On the other side, uh, James Conner, he had himself a bounce back game, dude. Eight receptions. That's got to be good to see. Yeah, yeah, they're looking. I mean, he's. Uh, I think Rick's team. I mean, right now, well, I, I don't think. Uh, do I expect Lashawn McCoy to keep putting up these numbers? Probably not. No. Um, but at the end of the day, he's he's wearing them out and getting good usage out of them. So, yeah. Um, but I mean, look at, I mean, his studs, as far as the names, they didn't do anything. No. Um, Cooper cup and James Conner were the only ones who really balled out in, in well, in Aaron Rodgers, but like Gallman McCoy, uh, you know, that these are not names that you're probably going to see these scores from every week. No, kind of expecting to see that out of Cooper cup, not 22 probably, but it looks like he's going to be a solid, Double digit guy guaranteed every week now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He looks like I he's mean, back. 15 targets, dude. A, yeah. And he's a great wide receiver. Yeah. All right. So let's jump on to, um, to, oh, and da- real, real quick before yeah. we get to that one. Uh, name I wanted to bring up who I thought actually looked like a top end running back might be a, a great pickup for Rick, Ronald Jones. Uh, he looked, listen, he looked man, good. Um, I'm reveling in the Bucks mania right now, but I I just still don't see it for Jones. Like he he was breaking tackles, he was doing good, but man, I don't know. I I just don't know where he pulls this out. But like 19 carries for 70 yards, dude. Like that's yeah. not that great. Well, I mean that's 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 not that's pretty good. I would say almost four yards a carry, but you also have to remember too he had a 52 yarder brought back on a non-holding call and then another 24 yarder called back because of a illegal shift on our offense so you add another 70 yards that you're looking at 20 pretty stout numbers yeah 21 carries 140 yards touchdown and i mean he was breaking some tackles which i have not seen in the past so that was um, surprising to see from him honestly that was very surprising um but what did he ends up with is 3.6 yards to carry. That's, I mean, that part's not good. No. If he doesn't no. get a touchdown, you're, you're pissed off at this game. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can, I can see that. I think he might, I think he's, they may have taken a leap towards our lead back role though. Yeah. Because um, what's his name? Uh, Barber not getting it done. No. And I, I let me tell you, our, probably the best, but we're kind of going off track here, but probably the best part of that game, our offensive line. Yeah, that that was protection for days. Yeah, and and you're facing Aaron Donald, so that was pretty impressive. 
he got a few licks in there, but I mean, I was expecting to just see, you know, the Rams colors all over Jameis the whole time. But yeah, man, yeah. I was, I was really impressed. Um, at this point though, do you drop OJ Howard? Amazing game. Uh, three receptions, three targets, 33 yards. I guess I would maybe, I mean, I'd maybe hold on to him if you got the room on your bench. Cause you never know, you know, but as far as what he's done so far, I mean, if you're, you need a roster spot or you need somebody if you need to grab somebody off waivers get rid of him yeah he's clogging it right now for rick and he yeah. has Ertz in this situation until the bye weeks you're never not playing him no absolutely not you know what i would rather do at this point if i were rick i would re- and we're spending a lot of time on this matchup but um i would rather drop oj howard and pick up dallas goddard so that way i have the backup to Ertz because he is relatively injury prone yeah um and that way, you know, you've just locked up the Eagles backup. Yeah. You're clogging. Well, I, I make fun of him for clogging his bench with OJ Howard. It, yet he also has two players on his team that don't have a team in the NFL currently <laughs> with Rock Gronkowski and Jay Ajayi. But hey, whatever, man. He just put up some of the most points of the week. So yep. it, maybe you, you, you're doing something right. Oh, yep. oh, wait. Three, four, no, three total tight ends. Uh, cause he also has Njoku in his IR. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever you're doing, it's working. It's working. Yeah. Rick, you know what? Don't even listen to me, dude. <laughs> yeah, I lost this week to a guy who didn't have someone in who was actually playing until three minutes before kickoff, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Let's jump to my matchup. All right. So, uh, Von Dunstein versus I have a Chubb. Um, and speaking of Chubb, uh, Nick Chubb just gave it to me all yeah. game, dude. He did, man. Him, I mean, him and Chris Godwin. Jesus. He didn't need a whole lot else from his team. No, he could have played Chris Godwin, uh, Nick Chubb, and Austin Hooper and beat the shit out of me. Yeah. Which is just disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of those weeks, man. I mean, you're not going to see... You're not going to see Nick Chubb do that every week. No, you're not. Against Baltimore, dude. Against Baltimore. Yeah. And I mean, he's, he went off and I called him too, and, uh, or I texted him and said, Hey man, you, you realize that, uh, Mike Williams is out. He's been out for like two days. What are you doing with him in the lineup? And he's like, oh, and he's so they <laughs> add him yeah hey it's tough hey, i think you're breaking up a little bit on our end it was a little choppy can you hear me you can hear me yeah you're back we'll call that our intermission yeah, yeah. I hope you guys grabbed some popcorn during that time. Yeah, that's what that was for. That's what we did that for. Yeah, it's because we care about you. <laughs> and let me tell you, I didn't expect a 4.7 out of Tom Brady. No, man, that's Buffalo, though. Yeah, that's true. I mean, when you hold Tom Brady to a 4.7, it's a damn good defense. Dude, he was 18 for 39. Yeah. That's and awful. And let me tell you, uh, even though they put up 34 points – Detroit's defense, pretty good. You know what? They 
they're making me look at him differently for sure because that I mean he's the league MVP. I was blown away at the performance by Patrick Mahomes. I mean he has fifty percent of his passes basically were completed. He still put up three hundred and fifteen yards, which is insane, and rushed for fifty. Like that's awesome. If that were the yardage and rushing line for Pat Mahomes game and he had just a normal touchdown game, I would be ecstatic. Oh, but yeah. it was like they were pumping uh, like they had a old Ford like jalopy just hooked up to the air vents up there and they were pumping carbon monoxide in there the whole time <laughs> in the visitor locker room. And Patrick Mahomes is like, oh, I'm getting thirsty. <laughs> I'm getting tired. Anybody have some ketchup? And he was he struggling, just, man. Dude, what was going on in this game? And hear me, like I'm thinking, oh, it's it's the Lions. They're not starting Darius Slay. He is going to eat them alive. I was so confident. I started both wide receivers from the Chiefs. I was like, yeah, yeah someone's going to eat, and I'm going to get every bit of those points. Little do I know, the only person that I have on the Chiefs that I didn't start is the only one who got a touchdown, and two yeah. of them to be there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, come on, man, what is going on? Yeah, you did have quite a few points left on the bench. <sighs> it was frustrating, man. Maybe I mean, in like Robinson against Minnesota, he got 11 points. Terrell, Terrell Williams against Indianapolis. He got 11 points and a touchdown. Uh, Nicole Hardman, negative one. Josh Gordon, six. Like, what yeah. is going on right now? Denard Robinson, five. Like, all of my wide receivers combined, they don't meet Robinson or Terrell Williams. I mean, I hate to say you plug those three guys in, you win. Yeah, I hate that you have to say it, too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? I'm in a real trouble next week. Um, well, this week, because Gordon is back and Eckler is fastly coming out of relevance, which sucks because he's doing so good this year. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it, actually, because um, he is on my keeper league. So, yeah, well, that sucks for me. <laughs> <laughs> Back to my problems. I think I think he's still going to score some points. So I wouldn't I wouldn't drop him right away. I'm not going to be dropping him, but I can't play him. That's the problem. No. no, I'd give it a few weeks to see how much they utilize him. Yeah, and I mean, from what I've been seeing from like Instagram and whatnot, I don't think that really Melvin Gordon's lost his step. No. <laughs> no, he's he's still a beast, and he's going to be plugged in right away. And it's not like they have an awful schedule coming up. They're playing Denver, which any other year would have been crazy, but they've been getting run on, like yeah, like nothing. They're they just been. not respecting Levon or Von Miller anymore. No, no, especially with Bradley Chubb out now. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So it's going to be tough sled for Denver. Yeah, so moving on, let's talk about um, Marilise and Crazy Lady Nine One One Five. Yeah, this is another completely underwhelming performance. Um, yeah, just all around, right? Like, yeah. I'm sure Renee was like happy to see Gurley back to you know being Gurley again, but like Joe Mixon, gross. Elliot, yeah. I'm still concerned about Elliot. The Cowboys just in general sucked this game. Yeah. That was ugly. Right. Against nothing. Like, it was just so weird. And, you know, here's another beef to pick with uh, with Sammy Watkins and the Chiefs going back to it. Like, they all sucked. All the wide receivers sucked. Yeah. Um, 
I'm real tired of all of them having um, teens for their jersey numbers. It's so hard <laughs> to tell them apart. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, wait, wait, who was that? Was that Watkins, Robinson, Hardman? Oh, none of the above. Make sure you submit that complaint to their team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go right to the top. Andy Reid will wipe his ass with it. Or his mustache. I don't know which one's dirtier. Either one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, just uh, – I mean, and she, she broke 100, so that was good, Renee. But, I mean, yeah. you did it with on the back of Frank Gore – I don't know, Devin Singletary might be back, but uh, when Buffalo, who they got next week. And let's be honest here. <clears throat> Jordan Howard. Oh, dude, I already gave her a rash of shit about starting Jordan Howard. It's like, what are you doing? Not, I, I, I'm not going to happen. No. you know, Not going to be an every week occurrence. No, no. I, I don't even see maybe, maybe. I mean, he did run the ball well, but at the end of the day, He's not in any way a surefire RB1. Yeah, let's talk about that, though. I mean, does that – is Doug Peterson going to take that into account to say um, maybe he has earned a little bit more playing time? Like, do you feed into that narrative at all? Um, I think Doug Peterson's more of a go-at-the-hot-hand kind of guy. So it just depends on what the situation is in the game and – you know, you got to think Chicago plays in a pretty tough defensive division. So you got the Lions, the whose defense is much improved, strong mm-hmm. defensive line. Chicago, same thing. Minnesota, same thing. Um, so I mean, you're gonna you're gonna see some in Philly. I'm talking about Green Bay's division. It's not even Philly's division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they, they, pl- they, they play. They play. Against- I'm just going along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm proud yep. of you. <laughs> but they play, they play against that division as their out of uh, division team. Then on top of that, in division, you're going to be playing. So this is their schedule coming up: Jets, the Minnesota Vikings, Dallas, Buffalo, Chicago, New England, Seattle. That's literally s- none of that sounds appealing. No, I mean he's projected no higher than six point or seven points in any of those matchups. And honestly, in a, in probably 50% of them, I'd say that's generous. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, it depends on who you're playing against, you know, and I think he's Doug Peterson is not the type of guy that he's going to just going to run a guy out there every week. Like it's it. Jordan Howard is not an Ezekiel Elliott or a Saquon Barkley or a Christian McCaffrey where you have him out there for 90% of the snaps. So no. he's going to have to score touchdowns to get double digit points. You know, you're never, you're not, I don't think you're going to see him be the guy. I mean, all those, all that he did that night and ended up with 87 yards rushing without those two touchdowns. And when was the last time you saw Jordan Howard get targeted four times? It's just not yeah. going to happen. And, and catch three of them. Yeah. He, he normally is like Ted Ginn out there. Right. And I mean, you got Darren Sproles on that team. I can't imagine that you're going to see that. Right. Maybe, maybe one other time this year. Yeah. And even then, I mean, he did all of this on a very small workload too. 53% of snaps. And like you said, he only had 15 attempts throughout the entire thing, but you're right. He, he scored, but I mean, look at LeGarrette Blunt, you know, I mean, he's in, He's nowhere near like Garrett Blunt. Uh, he's probably about ten pounds lighter and two inches shorter. Yeah. But if a lot they less use mean. him, and a, yeah, a lot less mean. He's a little pussy cat compared yeah. to Garrett Blunt. 
But I just I don't see him as the goal linebacker. I'm right there with you. In any of those matchups, I don't I don't see him being relevant. No. But kudos to you, Renee, for starting him on the right week because you certainly reaped the benefits. Yes, you did. Because the rest of your bench did nothing. You nothing, dude. Not like it's a wasteland on there. <laughs> um, I do want to talk about someone though on on the benches. Well, two people. First one, Kenyon Drake. Miami is disgusting. And of course they're on bye this week. So he's going to get zero, but he has steadily pulled out like what? Seven points this past week. Getting he's getting at least enough usage to where, you know what you're going to get from the guy. I mean, granted seven, five, seven, whatever. When we're coming up on like, not, not this coming week, but like the week after that's a hefty, hefty bye week it's almost like a commodity to know that you can plug him in and get seven points. Yeah. I think you, when we get to the waivers though, there's a couple guys there that you can do that with. Okay, good. <laughs> Cause I, <laughs> I vomited in my mouth trying to make that point and it still sounded <laughs> gross. Um, the other one though, I wanted to talk about is on the other side of the matchup, Jalen Samuels. Um, no idea why she picked him up when she did, um, but it is working out. They even had this dude playing quarterback. Yeah, I'm interested to see what this happens with, uh, or what this effect has on his playing time. Because obviously, we all know Connor's going to be their number one back. But if this guy, Connor is, doesn't throw passes. No, no. If this guy's as versatile as he showed on the other night, you're talking about a guy who, you know, you could plug and play possibly start every week if they're planning on using them like that. Cause I mean, your big Ben's out for the year. So, you know, yeah. they're going to have to be pulling out plays like that. So I, I think he's uh, that that's definitely a guy you want to watch. And here's the thing though. I am not testing it next week against Baltimore. No, if they, if he can do that against Baltimore, he's my flex every week. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But yeah, we, that's definitely a wait and see. Uh, Will Fuller. It's like he's trying to make sure he doesn't blow his leg out again. Yeah. Because he's been irrelevant. Well, I mean, granted, all of Houston was irrelevant this week. Yeah, he's been uh he's been just like Jordan Seven Matthews. Mm-hmm. He's getting, just like a his little brother because yeah. he doesn't get seven. He's been getting like his forty, fifty, sixty yards every week, no touchdowns, which he was their deep threat for mm-hmm. two years, and now he's just kind of gone irrelevant. He was like Frank the Tank at one point, man, just streaking down the field, going to the quad, into the gymnasium. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Greg Olson. Now, is this the real uh, Kyle Allen that we saw, or is this just just the the valley? Well, I mean, I have to believe. uh, Well, I'm going to say I watched a little bit of that game. Felt like Houston's defense played well. They were on the road, so I wouldn't panic too quickly, but I would – maybe play him one more week, see how it turns out. Um, they have well, not too good of a matchup, actually. They play Jacksonville this week, but see how it works out against Jacksonville. And, and I mean, he's... Do you pick up a tight end to be precautionary? Probably, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I feel the same. Because yeah. I, especially with how old he is, the new quarterback, you have no idea how long Cam is going to be out. It's a foot injury. He said he's not going to come back until he's 100%. Um, 
I'm looking for a contingency plan to jump ship if hey, if, if need be. They keep winning. He may never come back. <laughs> he might not. He might not. I mean, Kyle Allen's not their future, but I'll go on record. Yeah. I'm a big Will Will Greer fan. Yeah, I don't I know too. why they're not putting him out there, but this dude, if they give him a shot, I guarantee you, just like Kyle Allen, he's not going out with a scarf on his head. I agree with it. You know what? There's such a connection between Greg Olson and Cam Newton. I wouldn't even put it past him to for Greg Olson to just take his helmet, bash his foot, break it again, so that way they can stay in the um, in the cool tents together. Hey, and he gets paid still. Yeah. Hey. Why not? Oh, to not void his contract, Cam could hit him with the helmet. There you go. Get I work, like it. Get workers comp. Yeah. Yeah. It's just dudes <laughs> being dudes, <laughs> just smacking each other with helmets. <laughs> Speaking of, I saw a uh, an Instagram from uh, uh, Barstool, Barstool, Alabama, and this dude is just wearing a a football helmet, and another guy with a football helmet in his hand, full full on burfix him, just reaches back and and just clocks him in the face with it, clear concussion immediately. Oh that is, that is uh, Cam Newton to Greg Olson's foot. Yeah, and yeah. you got you got to imagine. Speak yeah. kind of had the nose coming to Oakland. Oh, yeah. Come on. You don't draft this suicide squad and then or, or sign all these dudes and be like, you know what? Everything's just gonna be hunky dory. Right? <laughs> and now on, the only one left is the bully. <laughs> yep. The that's rest- it. And then then it's all out. And then you're done. Yep. And then you have Darren Waller. <laughs> Which I'm not mad about. Hey, he's doing well for you. Yeah. All right, let's jump to uh, the closest matchup of the day. Jason eats out a win over Carmine, 91.4 to 90.2. Um, just a few yards from literally anybody would have done it for him, but uh, but he still gets the win, even with Marlon Mack getting three points. Yeah, could not believe this. I went to bed last night. It was like 80, 88 to 90. And Jason had Smith Schuster going, and I thought it was a piece of cake. <laughs> piece of cake. Was I wrong? <laughs> I woke up this Ooh, morning, yeah. and I, I went to. I woke up this morning, didn't get to finish the game. Look on here, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" You you know, Jay was probably sweating bullets this entire matchup, oh, especially yeah. because Juju was open the entire game, dude. Well, that's probably like, Mason Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, they're probably he was too far down the field. Either Mason Rudolph must have like glaucoma or something like that because he clearly cannot see more than five feet past his face. <laughs> He's just like bumping around into the locker room. That's probably why Big Ben actually got injured. Mason Rudolph just ran straight <laughs> into him in the locker room. Didn't even didn't even get a chance. I watched the, the little bit of it, but didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing. But it was it wasn't looking good. No. No, it was gross, man. Like, and every time I, I was so shocked I did not get a text from you and just be like, "Oh, what a barn burner!" Oh, great prediction. <laughs> but, because it put me to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> you were unconscious. Thank yeah. God. So Carmine starting Devin Smith. I mean, that was a bold move there for him, but um, yeah, he he rewarded you with a zero. Yeah, literally anybody else on your team you start on your bench that actually played. Yeah, you know, you play that Sanders. actually played. That was hard to find, though, dude. Tr- you don't have much back uh, depth there, Carmine. No. Like, you got to start doing some work, my man. Holding on to some to some bummed out wide receivers. Yeah, good lord. I mean, Gallup, come on, dude. How many? How much of that Dallas spark are you trying to get? Yeah, and uh, I mean, isn't uh, I could be wrong, but 
I don't think AJ Green might be coming back this year. No, and he that was another one that said he's not coming back till he's a hundred percent healthy because he's on that contract here. They're not expecting him until week six now. No, I mean it could, I feel like you see these play out all the time where it's just week six, week seven, it's a lingering injury. You know, so, yeah, I mean, it's not like it's his first. I guess it's tough to drop him, but man, I don't know. Stashing, stashing somebody on my bench that long would be rough. Yeah, at this point with Jason, um, if you were Jason, how how big cojones do you need to bench Juju and just make sure you can play Woods going forward? I mean, I would be playing him probably every week until Big Ben's back. Um, well, Big Ben's not coming back this year. Yeah, so no, that's what I mean. <laughs> I don't so, think, I mean, so you're I'm, benching Juju for the rest of the unless year. Unless there's some sort of um, – you know, matchup that I think is just going to be a, a solid matchup, but not with guys like, I mean, you look at uh, John Brown, for instance, you know, he's scoring mm-hmm. pretty well. Uh, you look at uh, even, I mean, he's a well, John Brown's going to take a step back because Josh Allen has that concussion. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. And then Robert Woods. I mean, I mean, he's a guy that could win a week for you with uh, absolutely 20 or 30. Um, and even not a bad person to play. Um, I mean, he's going to be streaky just like Woods, but Valdez Scantling um, looks like they're kind of getting their connection a little bit with Aaron Rodgers. So I don't well, think. Well, and with the news coming out, and we were going to talk about this when we got to yours and Roy's matchup, but with uh, Devonta Adams, old turf toes, I, MVS skyrockets to me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's that's a must play next week. If if, if Adams out Thursday sure. night football at home. Yeah, it's got to oh, be. Wait, they're not. They're not Thursday night. No, they no, play last Thursday. About. That's uh, right. But if you're playing, you, that's a must play. Um, and you got to kind of watch Sterling Shepard this week because you may be jumping on to Dan, Dan Jones loves him. Yeah, the waiver wire. I mean, he does. He loves him, but we haven't seen him with Golden Tate in there yet. That's true. That's so, true. And you, I mean, I, as much as I always like to make fun of you for him, call him Silver Tate. Oh, he's so good. He is good. He's really he's good. so good. He's he's pure gold. Yeah. I mean, Stay he, gold, Tatey boy. He's, he's on my team now, so I mean, I'll call uh, him Golden Tate. No, he's he's demoted to silver. <laughs> um. So looking at this though, I mean, I would, in all honesty, until I saw differently. I would bench Juju over, or I'm sorry, I would start Larry Fitzgerald over Juju. I would start Kenny Galladay over Juju. I would start Robert Woods over Juju. I would do all of that. So if I'm Jason, I'm manning up and I'm benching Juju because you're just going to get this stuff from him. Yeah. In my opinion, and you're not getting anything better. And this word, this is where it kind of gets painful to have an Antonio Brown on your roster because <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? If he's not there, you can you can go out. I mean, we'll talk about a couple waiver wire pickups that are going to give you seven, ten oh, in, points a week. In my opinion, the wide receivers is, is loaded. I, there's yeah. a lot of great defensive plays, but there's a lot of wide receivers out there. There is. Waivers. There is. I think we'll see that when we get there. Yeah, definitely. Um, David Johnson, he's still doing great, um, despite the awful quarterback play of Kyler Murray. Yeah. But um, Which yeah. Been, anything else? No, Go I ahead. think that's about it. But, I mean, that was a surprise to me. Is he's been pretty, pretty subpar. Yeah, and it's crazy that the Packers' defense um, was a better score than the Ravens this year. 
or this week. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is very surprising. <laughs> great, great move, Jay. Yeah. Touched a bullet. <laughs> yeah. How, how, and for those who, who aren't jumping into the scores, the Ravens got negative seven and Green Bay got zero. So you, <laughs> you evened yourself out, Jay. You did a great job. <laughs> All right. So let's jump to the last matchup here. Uh, it was uh, father and son to the death and you slaughter the old man. Yeah. I had some, some good weeks out of some guys that were pretty unexpected. So I actually picked poorly with my quarterback there. Um, Mm -hmm. thought he was playing Washington thought, okay, this is a good matchup. Washington sucks. Um, and they decided that they were going to run the football with Wayne Gallman. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They got out to a 24, nothing lead early and stopped throwing the football, which was, it said, why risk the rookie? (laughs) Yeah. After he already threw two picks, um, had James Winston sitting on my bench. who got 36.3 points. Jared Goff also on my bench. He threw for 517 yards. <laughs> Honestly, though, like looking at it, I mean, A, I'm disgusted you have three quarterbacks. B, I probably would have done the exact same thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, I felt like I, I, I hate playing uh, a quarterback against the Bucks defense. They've been playing well, and I don't want to be rooting for anybody during a Bucks game. Right. That's you on know? the other side. That's wearing the wrong colors. Yeah. And Jameis against the Rams defense, I thought for sure some point in the second quarter, Aaron Donald was just going to pick him up and throw him into the stands. Break so him was, in half like on uh, on Batman with Bane. Yeah. He was going to crack combat. his back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like Goro. Just pick him up, sprout two arms out the side of his lats, and just start beating his chest. Yeah. I really thought you were going to hear Troy Aikman just – finish him <laughs> <laughs> and uh with joe buck's like what'd you say troy He's like, nothing, nothing. <laughs> uh dude you lucked out with the patriots defense i can't believe how good they are it's insane it is insane i, I watch those games too and it's like oh my god how bill belichick guaranteed has every other team's playbook um, he does or uh, he may be calling the other team's offense i'm not sure um and, <laughs> yeah he's just, he's taking care of the whole thing he's actually playing uh madden yeah and i'm ridiculously stoked about having christian mccaffrey on the team okay read, moving on i was reading an interesting stat about him though moving on let's just go through it here really quick okay whatever. on pace for 2516 yards which would break the all-time yardage record for a NFL player. Now is that total yards like total receiving yards. and yes. rush? Okay. Yeah. You're not going to, I don't think anybody's ever going to touch Chris Johnson's rushing record. No, he rushed for like 2,400, but whatever. Right. <laughs> has anyone, how many times has it been done? Thousand, a thousand before. Uh, I think we've had two, uh, two, if I'm not mistaken, this we'll do some fact checking on this. Yeah. Re- Real time fact check, but boop, believe boop, boop. it is two, 2000 yard rushers. Um, I want to say maybe there's three. I want to say Eric Dickerson did it. Um, know that Chris uh, Chris Johnson did it, and maybe there was a year that AP broke two thousand, or it was close at least. I believe I remember that from him. Yeah. Um, just looking at it real quick, uh, I'm only seeing Roger Craig, and he was born in the '60s. Okay, so, so no I, wonder, I, I don't the, know who the hell that I is. I have the list here. 
Oh, Marshall Falk did it. I was completely wrong um, with all of that. There's many of them. But we have Eric. Then I'm looking at the wrong line, too. Eric Dickerson, 2,100 yards. Adrian Peterson, 2,097. Jamal Lewis, Barry Sanders, Terrell Davis, Chris Johnson, and OJ Simpson. But that's 2,000 rushing. Yes. So only two people have done 1,000, 1,000. Yeah, I believe so. And that's that's old boy Roger Craig and Marshall Falk. Yeah, and we may have a third. <laughs> <laughs> and first white guy to do it. Yeah, too. which you know, good for him. He's a, yeah. he's a stout little dude. But is has it been confirmed that he wasn't actually a twin and have eaten his twin in the womb? It's possible because this he is unreal. It's possible. I wouldn't put it past him. Hasn't been confirmed nor denied. No, no, we can't confirm or deny that on this podcast. Okay, perfect. So we'll just uh, assume it's fact until proven otherwise. Yeah, I will tell you something a little scary on my side over here, Aaron Jones. Um, I mean, granted, I don't think anybody rushes on Philly, but 21 yards. Thank goodness for that touchdown and Jamal Williams going out or I would have been in trouble there. Jamal Williams going out really helped you. Yeah, because they were forced to use him in the, in the passing game, which they don't usually. Um, and he wasn't bad. He, I mean, he wasn't effective, but at least he caught the ball. Yes. Yeah, and I expect, I mean, typically, honestly, Michael Thomas, Stefan Diggs, Waller, Philip Lindsay, expect those numbers from them. Um, those are pretty sta- like standard for those guys. Philip Lindsay, you I'm, expect those numbers from Diggs, but he hasn't given you that. No, he yet. hasn't. He hasn't. I'm expecting, and that's what I've been expecting all year. Uh, actually, I was expecting more, but I guess I was getting greedy. <laughs> and from Chicago, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't get greedy. It's not becoming. Yeah, and then I was expect. I was hoping a little bit more Philip Lindsay, but what are you going to do? Joe Flacco's our quarterback. Um, so you- on the other side, though, Fournette back on track, dude. Thirty he- carries for two hundred and twenty-five yards. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that's y- yikes. Made uh, him and Nick Chubb. I'll clap my they hands went, for. Yeah, they went to town this week. Yeah, good play. And he's got he's got Carolina next week, so Luke Keekley may be a problem for Fournette, but he also just did that against Von Miller. Yeah, and Lamar Jackson doing it again. I mean, granted, it wasn't the prettiest game in the world, but no, it was a straight ugly game. Yeah, thirty-one points. I mean, shoot, I'll take that every week for my quarterback. He just manifests them. I don't get it, man. Like, cause we watched we watched that game. And it's like nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, five minutes left in the fourth quarter. How where did the thirty-one points come yeah. from? Let me throw three touchdowns real quick and rush for sixty-six yards so I can get my. Right. <laughs> what the points. hell? <laughs> he definitely drafted himself. That's the thing. Yeah, Derrick Henry. I mean, hundred-yard rushing, and you look at really honestly, this could fraud. have turned real fraud. quick with both of them. He's a fraud. With- <laughs> Fournette and Henry both combined 325 yards rushing and got a total of 35 points, no touchdowns. Yeah, Roy's dudes racked up the yardage this week. That's where he got all his stuff from. Yeah. Um, I mean, Devonta Adams, 180 yards. Uh, like you said, Derrick Henry, 100 yards, 225 from Fournette. Uh, not a touchdown between any of them. No, thank God Mike Evans caught one. <laughs> I know, right? Like he. Other than Mike Evans and Hawkinson and his quarterback, there wasn't a touchdown on his on his team. Well, I, his defense gave up plenty of them. 
<laughs> Zing. Oh my God. Okay. That was a good one. Um, how two problems on Roy's rosters going forward. TJ Hawkinson, that was a nasty hit. Did you see it? I did not get a chance to see it. I heard that it's not good. Bro, he had a weird shaped head beforehand, but TJ Hawkinson straight up is going to have a flat side on his head. He's like um, cousin, uh, what? oh man, Christmas vacation. Cousin Eddie, where he's <laughs> like, uh, they had to put a metal plate in here. And this side, totally flat. Don't turn on the microwave because I'm going to drop my pants. That's TJ Hawkinson now because he got flattened on that team. Yeah, I didn't get a chance um, to see it, but I heard it was rough. But, I mean, he's young. He's 22. I mean, in all honesty, I would say he's probably going to be out of the concussion protocol by Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, so if, he's, you, if he's out of it, I mean, I, I play him if I'm um, – I mean, I do know that we – Well, he's on by. Oh, are they? Yeah. Okay. So, with, with the concussion concerns, he's on by. Do you think he's worth a stash? Yeah, I'd probably keep him around. Um, I mean, I do know the week before when he put up a – a dump there for 0.6. He did have two drop touchdown passes. So, so here's also the thing he's on by coming out of the concussions. When he comes back, he goes to green Bay. Who's not giving up much. And then he plays Minnesota. Is he worth it? Do you think now knowing that depending on who's there for, for waivers, somebody who, I mean, I, I may stash him just as a, a backup to have there. Yeah, and he has an empty spot on his bench, so I guess there's really no no harm, no foul no. on that one. No. Yeah, and then what about Devonta Adams? Are you just kind of piecemealing a roster until he gets this toe problem together, or yeah. are, are you? I can't imagine this toe problem's gonna. I mean, I, I they're they they played on Thursday night. It's gonna give them, you know, it's gonna give him a full week and a half recovery, or almost two and a half weeks, by him taking Dallas off. So I have to imagine turf toe. He should be back for that Detroit. So I would, you know, stream somebody. And again, there's some people on waivers that I think you can stream and at least know you're going to get seven, eight points out of Detroit. Maybe. Yeah. I give you that, but turf toe and, and they're, they're, it's like the cranberries, you know, it's going to linger. Yeah. He's tough. Do you have dude. to, I feel you have to, <laughs> I feel like he's a tough dude, though. I mean, I've seen him. I thought for sure that he was dead after he got hit by uh, that linebacker from Chicago last year. Yes. Yeah, that was a nasty, (laughs) nasty. Yeah, that he's like back on the field. Yeah. So, I mean, I would imagine he'll do whatever he needs to to play. And if they give him anything close to what they gave Aaron Rodgers on that Monday night game where he came out high, I think he's Mm going to be fine. You know, he had to be so pissed too. Like, man, I finally got it going with my quarterback and then this stupid toe can't keep up. Right. Right. And I was really, really upset when I saw him grab that toe and had to go off on the side. Oh no. You were like, you couldn't have done that 10 plays ago. Right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Hey, that does it for the matchups. You want to get into some waivers? Yeah. Let's take a look at what we got. See what uh, what some people can improve their rosters with. After looking at everybody's rosters, there's definitely definitely room for improvement, probably on everybody's roster. Yeah, except mine. Yeah, well, that one is beyond help. 
Yeah, that one's <laughs> hot trash. Yeah. <laughs> so looking at these quarterbacks real quick, um, like I said, we have the bye weeks. Just remember, Lions um, and I would say the Dolphins, but they're irrelevant, so we don't really have to warn about that one. The only thing is you can't play the quarterback playing the Dolphins this week. Yeah, no. No. Um, who and who did you bring up there? Sorry. Um, I was just saying make sure you don't pick up Stafford or um, – No. What's his name? The dude who should play tennis. Uh, give me one second. Doesn't matter because you're not going to look for him. Um, I'm going to go back to the well as gross as this was. Um, what do you think about Andy Dalton at home versus Arizona? You know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, take, take the red hair and the name out of it. A quarterback playing against Arizona in their own stadium I mean, you can do worse, right? Yeah. I mean, I would probably, you know what? I wouldn't mind playing him to be honest with you. I would probably, I mean, I'm looking at a guy here. I just read something the other day, Gardner Minshew, more points. I'm listening since he started (laughs) since, since Aaron Rodgers, then Aaron Rodgers. So since week, I think it was week two. So, I mean, that's a guy that you can play right there. Plug and play somebody who I was even thinking about maybe grab. He looks pretty good. Um, I mean, they're playing. Now, and he's going against Denver. Or no, he went against Denver, and he didn't do bad. No, did well. 19 points. I'll take 19 points all day against Denver. Uh, look at the defenses he played for the last three weeks. Houston, Titans, Denver, 15-21-19. Carolina, I mean, the Bucks showed you can score on them. New Orleans, you can definitely score on them. Cincinnati, mm-hmm. you can score on them. Um, I don't think – I mean, I don't see it being a, a bad pickup. If you need a quarterback, that's probably the guy that I would feel most comfortable with at this point. Um, if you're looking for a guy yeah. to get you 20, Jacoby Brissett as well. Jacoby Brissett's going to be a good matchup this week. Um, you know – and none of my stuff is loading, of course, because it's my turn to talk. But I, I agree with you. I wrote him down as uh, as a potential streamer for this week. Um, the other guy I wanted to talk about, though, that I think would be a pretty good one, um, old Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, I mean, if he keeps the feet going, um, I think that is possible. But as far as his ability to throw the football uh, no. or do you're, anything... You're... I, I would advise it. do exactly what you do with Matt Ryan um, if he's your quarterback. Don't watch the game. Yeah. Be- because it's going to be gross. And granted, he did get seven points, but so did Dak. He got like 10, and you've seen what Dak's been doing. But look what he did at Seattle, man. Like, he wasn't bad. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just I can't. I feel dirty picking up Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> I feel like, man, <laughs> where has my team gone? Did I yeah, so that, that's one of the ones where you just like, you do have the, the vomit in your mouth. Yeah, you, you if you play him, you put him in and you don't ever look again. No, no, absolutely not. Um, now, going, so in reality, though, people probably aren't going to be picking up a quarterback this week because it's only the Lions and the Dolphins. No one's picking up the Dolphins and Stafford's on the waiver wire. So, yeah. Unless you're planning two, three weeks ahead, this segment's kind of irrelevant to you. So let's move <laughs> on to uh, to running backs. What do you think about that? 
Um, I was looking through here earlier, and I was thinking, man, there is absolutely not one person on this list. Yeah, that I was thinking the same. That when you said you team. you had something to talk about, I was like, okay, thank God, because I have zero. No, all I can tell you right now, if we could pass right over running backs, and I would never look back. Okay, good. A um, couple names I do want to bring up though: Naheem Hines. He is worth a look if you are struggling and you need some inform- or some running back help. Marlon Mack got hurt. They're playing Kansas City. They're going to be behind, and Naeem Hines is the pass catcher. Yeah. That's, that's the only reason I would be looking at Hines, and he's going to be a one-week rental if Marlon Mack is, uh, is coming back. The other one, Tariq Cohen, if you have the spot, I think he's worth a stash. And um, Deion Lewis because – uh, Derrick Henry is a trap. <laughs> Chase loved Derrick Henry in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> so the, those, yeah, let's get past the the running backs now because that's all I had for him. Wide receiver. This is, this is a, this is a deep, deep area. There's a lot there that I'm going to be, I will be ridiculously surprised this is what well, let's let's back it up a little bit this is why you draft running backs to begin with because there's like seven names that we can talk about here with wide receivers and we skip past running backs yeah i brought up freaking Dion lewis you did and that's painful yeah um i'm gonna jump off in the front and say i dare anybody to draft one of these uh <laughs> these wide receivers from tennessee and play them yeah. just go ahead prove prove me wrong yeah there's no chance i would uh i feel the same about tennessee's wide receivers as i do about new england's you've ostracized at least half of the, the league yeah at least half the league that's even maybe being nice uh, that's why you have to go to one team and focus on all the receivers. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> You're like, not playing him, not playing them, no. not doing that one. I refuse. Washington, again, another team. Won't do it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I got Stop me if it, oh, you, know, go go, you go ahead. No, 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 you. I was going to say, I, I, I will be severely disappointed if nobody in our, or if there's not multiple pretty solid offers on Cole Beasley. You think talked, even with the concussion to uh yeah to Allen. Yeah, talked about him last week. Nobody bit. Went from had had <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, had 13 had 20 had 23 targets on the year going yeah. in. Comes out again week 4, 12 targets. 80 or had seven receptions, 75 yards, 11 points. The dudes put up double digits three weeks in a row. And I'm looking at some of these fantasy teams. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you haven't had a wide receiver put up double digits in two weeks. Right. Exactly. Go get the name. That, Juju, Jason. Yeah. You own Juju. Cole Beasley's going to outscore him yeah. on the year. Absolutely. And that's, that's absolutely disgusting to say, but it's going to happen. It is. It's that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, another guy, Muhammad Sanu. Muhammad Sanu is the most underrated dude of all time. Right? He is always going to put up numbers. He's been doing it forever. He's off to a great start. Granted, week two is kind of a lull, but he's the wide receiver too. I don't. This is my beef with the Falcons and people who draft the Falcons. 
They love Calvin Ridley. And, you know, roll tide, man. I love that he was from Alabama. Mohamed Sanu is a better player. Yeah, Mohamed Sanu is a more consistent player. Yeah, Calvin Ridley's your deep threat. He's the guy that, you know, he's our, our – He's there to Sean Jackson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was going to say Perriman. He's, he's the guy that – yeah. Probably. Well, that's not true because Ridley has relevance. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's the guy <laughs> that five, four to five times a year is going to put up like a 20. And you're going to be like, yes. Right. But the and, difference between those games and, and trying to play the other guys, like, like playing Calvin Ridley, is you're going to get those boom games for the 20, point, 20 plus points. But every other week, you're going to get between eight and 15. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's he's a super relevant receiver. Somebody, for God's sakes, go get him. Yeah, um, I will say though the and granted we are putting out this way too late for anyone to actually take our advice for waivers. I'm putting a sizable bid on Geronimo Allison. Yeah, that's going to be um, probably a good move on your part. As far as I don't know how long it's going to be relevant. Um, but until Devontae Adams comes back, it's extremely relevant. Yeah, I, I'm 500 at this point. Like my team, I I need to buy the wins that I can, and we are a quarter through the season. You don't get any extra points for having Fab at the end of the year. I'm putting a big, big, big bid on Geronimo Allison with the thought process that Turf Toe typically is a lingering, you have to let it linger, injury. And... <laughs> Even though he is a tough dude, you never know how you're going to react. Hey, and why not go for it? Right. And he was on the field for almost 80% of the snaps last week. Yep. Go for it. I think that's a good pickup. I think it's a good call. And at the end of the day, again, I've seen some people's teams. My God, somebody who picks somebody up. I'm willing to bet you that Geronimo Allison will be more worth $27 at the end of the year than Antonio Brown. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. another thing i wanted to talk about here what about uh deontay johnson now this dude is a run i'm sorry a wide receiver for pittsburgh and he's he's not a well-known dude he's a rookie this year but mason rudolph hasn't gone down for the the deep passes but when he did he went to deontay johnson he was on the field for 63% of the snaps last or this past week, well, yesterday, at San Francisco, 79. He is familiar with him, and everybody thought it was going to be James Washington, but I honestly think the connection is coming to Deontay Johnson. Again, I don't know if I would want to draft him, but if you are looking for somebody on the Steelers, like maybe you have an affinity for those colors, or you're a Mason Rudolph stan, who knows? This is the guy to have, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's two weeks in a row, we put up 13. On two offense. weeks in a row, touchdown. Yeah, that's pretty pretty ugly. So um, I'll go right back to it. I've seen some of you guys' rosters make a move. <laughs> yeah. Now, what, how do you feel about Robbie Anderson? Nah, now, I'm not feeling good Smooches, old, old kissy boy, it still isn't back. They're not a powerful team. Um they're, they pass their by like that's a positive that we can say about Robbie Anderson. But even when they were both on the field, we didn't see that connection. No, it just doesn't seem like it's there yet. Uh, or if it's ever going to be there, he's got no touchdowns on the year. I mean, he's got one decent game against Cleveland. Um, 
I mean, I don't know. I don't. I, he did play New England last week, which is tough, obviously, with their defense. But I don't know. He's just not the guy. I thought before the season, oh, this might be a, the year. He has a really good year. Um, mm-hmm. Doesn't seem like it's kind of panning out that way. No, no, I don't think so either. And he's also one of those ones who's going to be the boomer bust kind of guy. Yes. Yep. Um, I didn't really want to talk about him um, because he's a Bronco, but Deshaun Hamilton, when you get a moment, go out and look at his picture, everybody. I don't know if he's cross-eyed or he just has like the weirdest shaped skull. This dude is scary to look at. Maybe that's a good thing. Definitely don't draft him. That's my professional opinion there. Yeah, that's terrifying. Now, Willie Sneed went down for a, a big touchdown um, when it was zero relevance at all. But with him emerging this past week, 75% of the snaps this week, 71% last week against Kansas City, they're going against Pittsburgh. Do you take a flyer on Willie Sneed that maybe he's going to be the consistent guy going forward? Or because there's been no consistency, throw it out the window? I would say throw it out the window. The only reason I say I look at his targets, three, one, five, two. And he put up a 13 with two targets. So, but this is Baltimore. Yeah, I, I still wouldn't feel good about it, to be honest with you. It seems like they – it doesn't seem like he's just become – it seems like he hasn't been much of that uh, team's offense. Looks like Marquise Brown has been really their Lamar Jackson's go-to guy. So I yeah. wouldn't consider him to be somebody who I'd be excited about. No. Um, now – you want to move on to tight ends or you yep. have anybody else? No. I think we ran all through right, all perfect. the all my waiver guys. <laughs> all right, good. Um, now, I'm going to say – I'm going to steal this one to begin with because I, I'm sure that you have the same take for it. Are you picking up Jason Wooden? No. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I pick him up, he might break. Um, I would take either of the Indianapolis tight ends this week. Yeah, um, I would feel comfortable with both. Uh, Eric Ebron has had two uh, – for tight ends, I consider anything double digits to be solid. Oh, yeah, He's had a good game. Two double-digit games so far um, this season. Jack Doyle actually only won and has less points. So not to say he's not going to be – You know, I, would, I wouldn't mind having him either. So I think you're right. Both of those guys – have come out to be relevant. Everybody at the beginning of the season thought that Jack Doyle was um, going to take over that role. Ebron was going to kind of phase out, but it doesn't seem like it's been that way at all. No, not at all. I think uh, I think it's a it's a dart throw at this point. But either one of them, I think, would be a good steal. Yeah. Um, and what do you feel about Tyler Eifert this week? Um, I feel like Tyler Eifert has this redhead guy that throws to him. But the matchup. <laughs> but the matchup. I never feel great about that. Um, They're going I, against Arizona. Extremely surprised at his numbers. My gosh, two years ago, this guy was the tight end to have. Yeah, and now he was, he's just well. He's probably broken at least two hundred out of the, the. What? Oh man, this is going to get me in trouble with the fact checking. But two hundred out of the two hundred and six bones. You nailed it. Six two oh six. What's up? So yeah, he's clearly probably. Well, you know what? He probably made one and then broke it. He's broken 207 out of the 206 bones in his body. Um, yeah. And I think that's what you're seeing on there. But I think you might be able to get away with something. Yeah. A guy I'm looking at closely, too, here, 
Um, is I I think I even picked him up and dropped him. Um, but Jimmy Graham, uh, he got nine targets last game, and it looked and with Devontae Adams out, you have to imagine his yeah targets big are, body yeah his targets are going to go up. Rogers likes throwing the ball to him. I would imagine while Devontae Adams is out, he's going to have some big games. I mean, look at yeah from what we were talking about with the target numbers five one one. Nine. Yeah. What dude blew up in this game yeah. and he was heavily targeted. I don't know. I think um I think Aaron Rodgers might just be a heightist. I mean, the guy is six six and he's just looking for the orange helmet that's at the highest point on the field. Could be. Yeah. So, and he's got yeah, no, I, I think he had five targets that. after Devontae Adams went out. So I'm imagining that's probably gonna be his go to there. Yeah, so we got look sixty percent of his targets after the one guy left, and he's not going to be there next week. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad move. Um, but is that good for tight ends? Uh, I have one more on here um, that I was looking through. Um, a a probably a play. Um, I, I'm going to put money here that Roy Garcia probably not going to listen to this podcast prior to. He waivers. hasn't listened to one yet. Yeah. Okay. So I'm um, going to put a, a, a throw out there that Roy Garcia will be picking up Jared Cook. Um, <laughs> he's a big fan of now playing any tight end that plays against the Bucks, which is not a bad call. No. Um, solid, solid move. Yeah. I don't think we've had a tight end not score double digits against us. So they're, um, they're ghosts against Tampa. Yeah. So I, I we can't see that. I got a feeling that's going to happen. So that's my prediction for tight ends. Okay. Put it out. What do you think he's going to spend on him? I'm going to say six bucks. I was going to say six. That's a solid move. Yeah. That's a, that's a Roy bet. If I've ever heard. Yes, of it is. Yep. All right. So, uh, retroactively, We'll look back and see what he spends on Jared Cook. <laughs> Not if he spends, what he what spends. He spends. <laughs> All right. So uh, talking about the defenses here, I got uh, I got a little game for you here. You ready for this? Yeah. Now, what do the Eagles, Tennessee, Carolina, and the Raiders have in common this week? And I'll give you a hint. It has nothing to do with the players on those teams that I, that I just said, I got no idea. So those are the teams this week that all go up against a backup quarterback. Ooh. Yeah. So if you're looking up somebody for, for streaming a defense, I know I'm going to, and mine sucks every week. Um, the one I would steer clear the most from, they'd be the last on my priority is Carolina. Cause they go against Gardner Minshew, but the Eagles, they're going against the jets, uh, Kevin Falk or whatever, Kyle Falk, whatever his name is, Tennessee. They are going against the bills. Um, what is this? Matt Barkley going against them uh and the titans defense is stout regardless and the raiders the raiders are taking on the bears so chase daniels all of those i think could be solid plays uh going forward Uh, well not going forward this week they could definitely not keeping the raiders but Every one of those could be good. And, I mean, who knows? You know, I honestly think the Panthers Jaguars is going to be a very low scoring game. Yeah, and I think you also have some some straight up good defenses out there. Yeah, that I'm surprised are on on waivers right now. San Francisco uh, put up a 31 and eight and 11. 
Uh, yeah, now, dude. I've seen a couple minus points for some teams in our league. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, it, Green Bay got zero. Now, I wouldn't drop Green Bay. No. They're a stout defense. But, uh, and I wouldn't drop Baltimore. They're a stout defense. Other ones on here that I see, I mean, the Bills is available. The Colts have actually not been bad. They'd be last on my priority, but there's there's good defenses out there to, to go for. Yeah, I mean, look at Cleveland. So they put up a one during week one, 16, 11, and 10. Yeah. You know, they're going against San Francisco, Seattle, New England. They got some tough games. But if you're looking to stream a team, you know they're more than likely to get quite a few sacks. They're going to get pull out interception too. So not a bad team to stream there. And you know who uh, who else I think could be good this week? Who's that? Dallas Cowboys. Now they're going against Green Bay, which in any year you'd say that's a sucker's bet to go against Aaron Rodgers. But they're at home, and Dallas is legit, dude. They yeah. just Green Bay just lost Devonta Adams. I I'm spending up on Geronimo. You love uh, Jimmy Graham, but it's all speculation of how it's going to work because Devonta Adams was always a part of the game plan, and we've seen where Aaron Rodgers gets super frustrated this year already because things just aren't working out. This defense is legit, dude. Yeah, I agree with you. I think too. Uh, you see, Green Bay's offense looks like without Devonta Adams, it's not good. No. So, yeah, I think they're gonna have a. I think they're gonna have a good day. Um, they're gonna. Their defensive line is solid. They're gonna take, to my detriment, uh, Aaron Jones out of. The, I think they're gonna take him out of play. So, can't see them being able to run the football. So, I'm imagining you're probably gonna have to throw the ball quite a bit. Uh, we did see Aaron Rodgers throw a pick last game. So. Yeah, and when he went against Chicago, I mean, they held him to to 14 points. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he I mean, he I, was 18 for 30. I think you're right. I think you'd see some – and their offensive line looked really shaky last week. Yeah. So you may rack up some points with sacks too. You very well could. You very well could. All right, so that does it. I mean, do you have anything else for the defense? No, that's all I got. Perfect. Uh, just kind of throwing it out there too. It may not be bad to play the Saints. Uh, it's Tampa Bay on the road, and we all know that when Jameis Winston has a great game, he always follows it up with a real shitty game. I can't. I can't stream. I can stream against him. You're not going to do it. I can't do it. It's, it's against my. It's against my religion. Yeah. Well. And that's my my religion is getting hurt. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> isn't isn't all religion about suffering? <laughs> right. <laughs> Being a buff fan is. Yep, yep. All right, my man. That uh, that about does it, right? Yeah, and I have one closing statement. Bring it I, on. I think I may have mentioned it earlier. For God's sakes, people, go out, pick some people up off the waivers because I saw your teams this week and they suck. Hot, hot garbage. Yes, especially every, Trent. Your every, team sucks. Every person in our league needs to be bidding on somebody. So yeah. God, so go get somebody. And again, if you want us to talk about your uh, your transactions, your trades, your pickups, uh, like you said, go out and make some. Uh, we will not be doing a podcast next week or the week after that, uh, unless Tony, you want to go out on your own and uh, and bring on some guests. But we'll uh, we'll go over that a little bit later. But we will pick it back up on the uh, on the twenty first during that game. But uh, it's been fun, man. I'm glad we're doing this. Yeah, and I want to throw a shout out to Rick. 
Um, threw a little message on the board today. No podcast this week, which just tells me I think it's starting to catch. Yeah, so, catching fire. So, Rick, thanks for the shout out. Appreciate that. Yeah, and I, yeah, kudos to you, Rick. I was a little hurt by everyone else, honestly. Yeah, nobody noticed. No, nobody else. Come yeah. on. I did get a text from my mother who said she couldn't clean her bathroom because she listened to our podcast while she cleans her bathroom. Sounds like a convenient excuse. Yeah. So <laughs> guess we can throw Renee on that on that train. And you know what? With that being said, I I would have expected something from Roy. I'd be like, hey, she won't clean the bathroom. Can yeah. you please put a podcast out? For God's sakes, our bathroom's <laughs> disgusting. And we all know what Roy does in the bathrooms. It's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> That's very true. All right, my man. Have have fun, everybody, this week. Set your lineups. Trent, set your damn lineup. Um, and let's finish with Trent, your team sucks. Trent, your team sucks, man. All right, bye. Yeah. See ya.